It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Independent Republic of Mike Graham. With the self-appointed revolutionary of reason, Mike Graham. On Talk Radio. Good morning and welcome to the Independent Republican Mike Graham right here on Talk Radio on this most auspicious of days. Now, we were due to discuss the state of play in Ukraine, uh, the mob that tried to rough up Sir Keir Starmer last night, and the latest news emanating from the new team at Downing Street, which doesn't seem to be that much different from the old team at Downing Street, but I'm afraid there's a far bigger story out there this morning, and it's on the front page of The Sun. Premier League football star Kurt Zuma is at the centre of a ghastly story after he was videoed kicking his own cat and slapping it in front of a child. The West Ham player who earns £120,000 a week is seen on the video dropping the poor animal onto the floor, drop kicking it and then chasing it around the dining room before it's picked up again and slapped rather hard in the face. It is undeniably one of the worst cases of animal cruelty I have ever seen. The video itself is incredibly distressing to any civilised individual. The question now is what should happen to Zuma, who happens to be a French international. In my mind there is no doubt what should happen. He should be banned from playing football in this country. He should be deported back to France and he should be prosecuted for this vile and ghastly act. And I don't think there's anyone in this country that would disagree. Uh, So far the football authorities have done nothing. West Ham Football Club says it is dealing with it as an intern matter. The police say it is a matter for the RSPCA, but the RSPCA only say they will investigate any complaints. Well, I'm sorry, the Royal Society for the Protection of Cruelty to Animals is what it stands for, right? This is a cruel act against an animal. So surely if you're going to protect animals from cruelty, you should be prosecuting this moron, shouldn't you? In this country, we love animals. We don't tolerate acts of cruelty against innocent creatures. Kurt Zuma is a disgrace. He's got no place in football, and he certainly has got no place in any civilised society. I want to hear from you. 0344 499 1000. Coming up first, we're talking to John Rental from The Independent. We'll get his take on the Starmer incident from last night, the Cabinet meeting from this morning, and the latest on the Number 10 saga and the return of Gitu Harry uh, working with Boris Johnson once again. Laura Dodsworth is here as well. She wants to talk about the online safety bill, which could result in all you users of the internet logging uh, exactly what they're watching at all times. Then uh, we'll get the latest on weight loss jams on the NHS and we'll be heading over to the USA uh, with LaDonna Harvey as well. You're listening to me, Mike Graham, on the home of Common Sense, the fastest growing radio station on the planet. It is, of course, Talk Radio. The Independent Republic of Mike Graham on Talk Radio. Now, unaccustomed as we are to talking about animal cruelty, John, I mean, it's an incredibly dangerous and ghastly incident, this, that we're seeing on the front pages of, uh, of some of the newspapers this morning. We'll get on to, to Keir Starmer, but I have to ask you, the RSPCA have said to us in a statement, yeah. we will, of course, investigate any complaints that are made 
I mean, there's a video. You can see the video. You can see what the guy's doing. I don't understand quite why they can't just prosecute him. Uh, Seems who, incredible, doesn't who, it? Who took this video? That's well, presumably it was it was taken by somebody in the house yeah, who obviously absolutely. thought it was funny. Yeah, well. <laughs> I mean, they're laughing. And there's a child in it as well who holds the, the cat up. We're going to show the video later on, even though it is pretty distressing. Uh, yeah. We're only going to show it once. Um, there's a child sort of apparently holding the cat up and he slaps it really hard. I'll Oh, it's just horrendous. I completely missed this story. I know. Um, well, it's sounds, on, it sounds absolutely dreadful. It really dreadful. is ghastly. Yeah. But, I mean, it does also ask, you know, the police say, oh, it's nothing to do with us. It's all to do with the RSPCA. The RSPCA is saying, well, what, what, what can we do? But we I think there are, the there are laws against animal cruelty. Well, there are. But the police are, well, do you remember the woman are who, bound to enforce them. Do you remember the woman who was, who was filmed um, sort of punching the horse? a few weeks back, and she was a teacher, as it turned out, and she ended up getting fired. So, I mean, I think surely West Ham uh, should take matters into their own hands and get rid of this guy. I mean, it's a difficult one, isn't it? I mean, what sports people get up to off the field. Um, I mean, in my... uh, Well, if he was beating a woman, surely, and it was on camera... They'd have to fire him, wouldn't they? I'm not sure. But this came up an awful lot with the NFL. I mean, I do remember because NFL players kept on being uh, arrested for doing... All sorts of things. All sorts of dreadful mm. things, um, in, including cruelty to dogs, I remember, in one case. Yes, there was dog um, fighting and, and stuff, wasn't Dog there? fighting, mm. that's right, and various gun uh, gun offences. Yes. Uh, and they tended not to be uh, not to be banned from, uh, from playing. But that was result. a problem for the NFL because the NFL wasn't dealing with it properly. I yeah. mean, the Premier League is similarly two-faced when it comes to these matters. But we'll be talking about it later on. Uh, So do uh, give us a call. And if you haven't seen the video and you are uh, of a sort of nervous disposition, you might not want to watch it because it's pretty awful to see. But I just think something should be done. And I'd like to see something done during the course of this show, to be honest. Um, Let's talk about Keir Starmer from last night. I mean, I'm I'm of the um, opinion that apparently and you'll know better than me because you work down there. These people. Um, nutters, as I call them, have been hanging about around <laughs> Westminster. Technical term. I mean, from whichever um, you know political persuasion they are, they are clear, clearly nutters. Um, no politician should be subjected to that kind of behaviour. But it has become more and more kind of frequent now, hasn't it? Because well, people yes. are very riled up. People don't like politicians. They take it out on them personally. We've seen yeah. lots of other cases of this happening before. I just don't really understand what Sir Keir Starmer was doing. If you, like, if you know these people are hanging around, what's he doing going out of Portcullis House? Well, he, he, didn't, have easily know, he gone... didn't know they were hanging around. I mean, I, I was there last night briefly because right. I, I arrived um, just beforehand and uh, I left just after it had had happened. When right. I arrived, there was it was a very small crowd. Right. Well, that's what some, I thought. Of some very um, uh, eclectic yes. people, shall we say. Right. I mean, the first thing I noticed was a car with two um, St Andrew's flags uh, sticking out of it and a van with all sorts of homemade uh, homemade posters, mm. you know, don't, da- don't jab our kids and something about the New World Order right. uh, on it. Um, and then it's I great, saw, isn't it? Something about the New World Order. <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't. But it's all you need, yeah. isn't it? Really? Well, and then and then I saw Piers Corbyn, right, um, standing outside, uh, who definitely belongs uh, in the nutter category. Uh, well, I'm afraid well, to say. Yes, he, he has views that we don't agree with, Mike. Yeah, that's, no, that no, is, no, that no, correct. no. He does not have views that I don't agree with. He's a nutter. Uh, I'm well, going to say that quite plain and simply. It's, it's not language I'd, I'd use, but right. uh, he's uh, he has unconventional views. Um, and uh, then I came I came out shortly after. Uh, all this, all this had happened, uh, and there were still uh, new police vans arriving with sirens going, mm. uh, and there were some people shouting. 
Uh, and there were astonishingly few of them, I, right. I have to say. Well, I mean, when I saw the, the view from above, you know, the video as Keir Starmer was kind of getting into the police car, there's literally about four or five yeah, people. That's right. And you kind of go, and it's being reported like this angry mob, like thousands of people sort of chasing well, him down the street. Well, you've seen the video. I mean, they were they were angry. They were shouting traitor mostly. Um, yes. But they were also shouting all sorts of other nonsense. Right. They were asking him questions about Julian Assange. Yeah. Um, and Magna Carta. And they were, I mean, there were, you could definitely hear people talking about uh, protecting paedophiles yes. and, and Jimmy Savile. Yeah. So, you know, the Prime Minister does bear some responsibility for the kind of I nonsense. I don't think so. You see, that's the, the leap I won't make. No, you see, I won't make that leap because that's ridiculous. If these people didn't have anything else to say, they would still be there. The fact that Boris Johnson mentioned yes. Keir Starmer and, and, and Jimmy Savile in the same sentence means of absolutely nothing. And, and the fact that Keir Starmer just happened to be coming that way back to Parliament. He was mm. coming from the Ministry of Defence, as I understand it. He was having a meeting at the Ministry of Defence with the Shadow um, Foreign Secretary right. David, David Lammy. So they were just they were just walking walking back. And this was a this was a protest mm. outside the um, the, the Metro, Metropolitan Police, oh, New, Scotland, New Scotland Yard, Yard yeah. which is which is next okay. door to the MPs' yeah. offices. Um, so it's just pure chance that but he happened to be coming, coming that way. But it doesn't show much for the security but, no, of our but, officials. No, but Mike, it? I'm not going to let you off on this on this Jimmy Savile business because because well, you, by, last time by you were in stirring here. up that kind of that kind of nonsense, the prime minister uh, t- has to take some responsibility I don't agree. for for for, for aggravating. Well, well aggravating I don't agree. A, well, in that case, well, you call you call them nutters, but yeah. I mean aggravating a series of conspiracy. Conspiracy myths. Yes, and and you know how. No, but hang on. The last you know time you were here, the last time you were here, you said that he wasn't wrong to say it. Yeah, well, look, he was. It, it's it, not wrong. No, is it? I said it wasn't inaccurate to right. say that so Jimmy Savile was well, not prosecuted by. No, it, no, uh, no. He was completely wrong to say it because it, it was nothing. But to it's do not with, untrue, is it? It's not untrue. So but that's why not is he the wrong point. to say it then? Because he was deliberately stirring this kind of nonsense um, about paedophilia. Uh, which had absolutely nothing, I don't to, think nothing so. to do with the no, Sue Gray that, report, no. which is what he was talking no, about at the but time. But you've made that leap. Nobody else has, you know, just what? by mentioning. Well, the leap that he's somehow trying to drum up, you know, the paedophile connection. What had Jimmy Savile got to do with the Sue Gray report? Absolutely well, nothing. What is, he, you know, he mentioned it completely gratuitously. As something that uh, that Jimmy that, that um, uh, Keir Starmer had done when he was DPP. Well, it's true though. And Keir Starmer was in charge of the DPP. Yes, but what's it got to do with the Sue Gray report? Oh, Absolutely well, nothing. It matter he was accusing Keir Starmer of prejudicing the the police investigation uh, into into lockdown breaches. Yeah. And the, so he just mentioned he said, and he said the DPP shouldn't, go- shouldn't be prejudicing a police investigation. In in brackets in mentioning that he had been a DPP. Yeah. He said. Uh, and and while he was DPP, he prosecuted journalists. He spent and most of his time prosecuting journalists, prosecute which is true. Jimmy Savile, which as far is also as I, true. As far as but I know, but it's all true. Why, what's the problem? Those, those, we... are, those are true facts, but they're completely unnecessary. Well, you and may say that, but irrelevant but to that's the point not for he was you making. to tell Boris Johnson what he can and cannot say. Yes, it is. Particularly in the House <laughs> of Commons, my, that is my but job. Particularly like. in the House of Commons, where you're allowed to say things that you can't say outside of the House of Commons for fear that you might be sued for libel. So, I mean, it's perfectly uh, acceptable for Boris Johnson to say anything he wants about Keir Starmer, but and I would never say no, to him that you shouldn't no, do I don't, it. I don't, I don't and if and if and if for some reason he then loses his policy advisor as a result. That's down to him. That's his affair. Yep. But he wasn't wrong to do it. And you yes, can't judge him for it saying it. And it you certainly can't link wrong. him to the group of nutters with with old Corbyn's brother outside of uh, Scotland Yard. Well, you can if they were shouting about Rubbish. protecting paedophiles well, and Jimmy Savile. It's got nothing to do with what Boris said, though. You know, 
I mean, that is the, what the, 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 that is what Boris said. Yeah, but, just, no, but, just, but they, just they were not that. standing outside of Scotland Yard because of what the Prime Minister no, said. No, they were anti-vaxxers in the chamber. They were right? protesting against. They were protesting against, against, the against all manner of things. I mean, why did they mention Julian Assange? I mean, you haven't made any connection to Boris Johnson there. So why would you make it about anything else that they said? Well, because they happened to say the same thing well, that, that Boris Johnson said. They also said. happened to and say that, Julian Assange's name. They also happened to have, as you say, some saltires on a, on a car. And, they also happened and to have the some New other, World Order. Right. And the he Magna Carta. Well, they they brought that, that up as well. Well, none of that was responsible. No, but these are, all, these, are all, these are all conspiracy theories that, 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 that Boris Johnson was deliberately feeding. I don't agree by, with that uh, By all. referring to the I Jimmy really Savile don't case. think so. I'm I think he was... I think he was. He knew exactly what he was doing, and that was why he was advised not to do it. No, I don't agree with that. I think that people have made that connection, which is actually worse than well than one of the people who made that it. connection was Manira Mirza the, the head of his policy yeah. unit, who resigned because she asked him not to do it mm. begged him not well, to well she do could it. have resigned for a and, lot more reasons him before to, asked that asked him to apologize after he'd done right. it and he refused to do why it why didn't she resign when he told uh, what might be regarded by Mr Ian Blackford as a, um, a, a misleading statement about not knowing about any of the parties why didn't she resign then she doesn't seem to be a woman of great principle. No, that's not true. I mean, because presumably Why? she didn't think that the Prime Minister did anything particularly wrong. Oh, I see. I mean, so him breaking the law, uh, possibly, as some people are alleging, is not enough for her to resign over. But well, she him, doesn't... She, but him well, we linking, don't know about that But yet, him linking the former Director of Public Prosecutions to a case which he did not prosecute while he was Director of Public Prosecutions is a resigning matter? Give me a break. Yeah, no, it is. Well, it that's is a very odd way to operate, isn't it? No, it's not. No, I, th- I, can, I can see exactly why she might feel strongly about that because uh, I think it was absolutely Yeah, you wrong see, I think by Prime making that, bring that in. But, but by you making the connection, that's actually encouraging these people to think there is one. Whereas if you don't but, make but the, the connection... I, made, I haven't just made the connection. Made I am complaining about the Prime Minister no, making the connection. No, but you've said that he was deliberately trying to in, invoke this kind of paedophile yes. ring story just because uh, that's what happened in America when yes. all those people turned up at the pizza parlour in Maryland because they thought that's where Hillary Clinton's um, paedophile Precis- ring was going Precisely. On. Boris but Johnson knew exactly that. what he no, was he doing. No, he didn't. No, I, yes, I, he I, did. really, I'm not buying that at all. I just I think he, well, what he was trying you, to why say... Why do you think he thought about it before? Well, the reason he said it... No, the reason he said it was nothing to do with paedophilia, it was to do with the fact that he was pointing out that Sir Keir Starmer, while he was the director of public prosecution, was more concerned with, with punishing journalists, because that was a political manoeuvre, than he was actually going after proper criminals, like Savile. Well, I, I, that I, was what I took from it. I don't, I don't accept that, and neither does Manira Mirza. Well, we don't care about her anymore. She's not in a job, <laughs> is she? And I don't even know what she was doing there, because I didn't vote for her. So good riddance, as far as I'm concerned. What's happening in the Cabinet this morning? Uh, good question. Uh, I should imagine they're having a slightly uncomfortable conversation about uh, about Ukraine and all sorts of yes. uh, non-issues. Well, is he not uh, meeting up with it, them? I mean, the other thing about, about Boris Johnson raising this, Jimmy Savile, uh, complete red herring, uh, is, is how upset it, it, it has made a lot of his own MPs. Um, I mean, we've had a lot of them. Well, there's uh, been a lot of them out. also who have said that he was entirely uh, within his rights to do so. Well, and 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 Rishi Sunak um, said uh, said he wouldn't have said it, and he was glad that the prime minister had clarified well, it, which he is wants to putting as much there. distance between but that's him. That's because he wants to be prime yes, minister. Yes, because he knows how disgraceful it was well, to, to I mean, have brought that. I don't. To, I really to have don't that share issue that up. view, and there's a lot of people who don't share that view. There are some no. people who think that, and there are, and there are, and there are tiny minority people who think it reinforces their belief that there's some kind of world conspiracy yeah, but there isn't, of, of, of elite uh, people. But that's rubbish, isn't it? Uh, and that Keir Starmer's one of them. But that's obviously rubbish. So, well, of I mean, course it's rubbish, you but can't, then I mean, the Prime guy, Minister shouldn't be stoking that kind of nonsense. used to walk up and down Oxford Street with a board that said the end is nigh. Yes. You know, it's not my fault he's walking around like that, is it? It's not anybody else's fault. He's just a nutter. It's as simple as that. But this is as, this is as if Boris Johnson was encouraging him. No, I don't agree. You've made that leap. As no, of I others, and, and he was not making that particular accusation. I think he was simply trying to 
point out that Starmer didn't do his job very well when he was director of public prosecutions. Anyway, instead I... of trying to lock up journalists, he should have been locking up more dangerous people. I, I imagine they won't be discussing this in the in the cabinet. They'll I think be, this is a they'll far be discussing more the people's the people's priorities. This is a far <laughs> more interesting conversation than anything they're doing inside of Downing Street. I mean, but again, here we are. Um, last time we spoke, it was Prime Minister's questions uh, just before that. Um, and that was the, you know, the, the, the two days, I think, after the... the, the it the, was. And they and, and they started the Prime Minister's yeah. questions with a bit of sparring about, right. about this precise issue. Yes, exactly right. So where are we now? Because I think people are now so fed up with the will he or won't he go, stay, whatever. Yeah. That people, and people are doing exactly what he wanted them to do, which is, in fact, to forget about all of it. Well, that, was part, they, that was part of his motive, I except, suspect, for bringing up Jimmy Savile, yeah. to try and distract people from yeah. his... His, his troubles, but all it did was actually offend a, a large number of the, uh, yeah. the MPs who might be tempted to, to, to put Yesterday in a we spent quite a lot of time talking about Carrie Johnson, the, the missus, because she's obviously coming for a, a bit of f- a flack from Lord Ashcroft, amongst others, with his new book that's out. What are you making of all of that? Um, Do you think it's sexist to attack uh, the Prime Minister's wife? Yes. Well, I d- well, but to suggest that you, that Boris Johnson's flaws are all all to do with uh, overbearing, um, overbearing. I don't think we're saying it's all to do with a familiar theme. But it's not all to do with her. But it is some to do with her, isn't no, it? The, the wallpaper pr- is to do with her. The prime the parties are to do. The with prime her. minister is is responsible for all of those. The prime minister is ultimately responsible. I mean, all sorts of people advise advise the prime minister. There's no, you, there's no point attacking them. He has to take responsibility for the decisions he makes. Yes, he does, uh, including the one which led him to marry Carrie Johnson, you <laughs> well, know, which may have been a bad error in his, well, on his part, which, you know, I can't possibly say. But, no, I mean, neither could people, I. Some people are saying that. <laughs> they, they might be. And, mm. Michael Ashworth, and I think it's rather uh, is... disingenuous to make out that she's just some little woman who sits at home, doesn't have any influence over well, him of course, whatsoever. Uh, of course. Because just... she used to work for the Tory party. Absolutely. And she was quite a key player uh, well, in it. Uh, as, just as Mr May... Was a was a Tory activist um, who who no doubt advised uh, Theresa, um, and, and they discussed politics. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm sure he was. He yeah, was but he, an, he was an influence on her. And there, there was he didn't some... make her obsessed with the green agenda, did he? No, but I mean that's that, it's irrelevant what it's about. This is this is, is the prince. This is the principle of uh-huh. the prime minister's spouse uh, being involved in 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 politics, and uh, you know, obviously that happens. Uh, but in the end, it's the Prime Minister who takes responsibility yes. for the decisions they make. So when is the police report coming out? Does anybody know? Well, the police aren't, aren't necessarily going to issue a report. Aren't what they? they're going to do is, is start issuing um, fixed penalty notices. Right. Once they, once well, they... when are they going to start doing that? Well, that's, that's a very interesting question. I mean, I did, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, theoretically... They're I mean, not very good at anything. The police, no, really, normally, normally they would, it would normally take them a few days. So, right. you know, I, I said we can expect them to, to start happening I mean, at the beginning last time, of next year. Um, not that I've been issued any uh, fixed penalty notices recently, but I mean, <laughs> normally speaking, it happens straight away. Well, it does happen they go, you fairly quickly. You seem to have broken this particular yes. rule, and so here's a fixed penalty notice. Would you mind paying it, please? Well, this is a rather right. rather more sensitive investigation. Yeah. The police have been dragged into uh, rather unwillingly. They're desperate not to get involved. But then Sue Gray's, um, Sue Gray's investigation sort of turned up all sorts of yeah. things that they couldn't ignore. Mm. Um, and so, no, But it is a, a political nightmare. It and, is. And they, and they are going to have to tread very carefully. And that means that it's going to take a long time. Yes. Uh, which is paralysing for the for the Completely. community, paralysing for the economy. I mean, the big story really this week is the price of everything, uh, the inflationary spiral that we're entering into, uh, the sort of giveaway that, uh, that Rishi Sunak arranged last week, which nobody really was buying at all. Yeah. Um, you know, it's all a bit of a mess, isn't it? Yeah, no, I mean, it is. everything seems to be on hold because the next obvious uh, checkpoint is the, is the May local elections. And that's the point where... Um, 
it, you know, this whole uh, party gate business becomes political again mm. because because I think if the Conservatives do extremely badly, which they're which they're likely to do, to do, Boris Johnson seems to be extremely unpopular. In I the mean, is there any polls, way that that then, can change? Because I keep hearing from people who say, "Well, I've gone back to the constituency. I'm talking to some of the councillors and some of the people who are actually running in the election, and they're very unhappy with Boris Johnson." Yeah, absolutely, and I I don't think that's going to change. I mean, John Curtis, who's uh, who's a, a polling guru. Yeah. Uh, was telling the independent uh, yesterday that uh, he he thought it had gone so far that it was uh, it, it was impossible for Boris Johnson to pull it back, mm. and I think that is that is probably right. What's what's rather surprising about this current period is 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 the lack of opinion polls. We mm. we haven't had many opinion polls. No. I mean, I think there was there were, there were maybe a couple yesterday, putting putting Labour quite far ahead. Yeah. But what we haven't had is uh, is is any opinion polls of uh, of the of the Tory party mm. Tory party members because it's been quite interesting because yeah. so far. They've stood by Boris, mm. um, but I suspect they're not. not well, a couple of things now. I've heard, I don't know whether you have. One is that there's been a bit of pressure put on local um, Conservative associations not to put press for the removal of Boris Johnson. Yeah. And that therefore there might well be some, you know, um, I wouldn't say money in the offing, but certainly some perks <laughs> in the offing for uh, MPs that stand by him. Yeah. And at the moment, they're now talking not so much about the 54 letters, but about whether they can get a majority to vote him out. Yeah, uh, come the actual vote of no confidence. You know, I think that's 100, is it 158? 181. 181. Thank you. This is why we like you, John, because you know the facts and I don't. <laughs> um, but so, I mean, that's kind of where the focus is now, isn't it? They're not so much not expecting to get the letters. They're now wondering whether they can the, be when successful. When they do get... Well, I mean, but I've always thought, you know, the, the thing about the letters is it's much easier for a Tory MP not to, not to do something mm. than to do something. Yeah. So, so if in doubt, don't send in a letter. Right. But if the letters do go in... Then, then Sir Graham Brady has to hold a a, a vote of confidence in the in the leader, mm. and they all have to make a decision. They can't. I mean, they, they you know they could abstain, but I mean that's 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 as much of a decision. Mm. Uh, so they have to decide, yay or nay. And I suspect in you know in a secret ballot, I think an awful lot of them will just say let's let's put an end to this. Yeah. Let's, let's get it. Well, over I think and that's what with. most people now in the country think as well. It's not so much that they either like him or don't like him. There's a small rump of people who don't want him replaced, who think that you know he's the greatest thing since sliced bread and will yeah. never change their mind. Yeah. But I think by far and away the majority of people just want it to be over and done with. Yeah. So we can move on. So that we can have Rishi Sunak as Prime Minister. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I mean anyone really. I mean I you know I, somebody <laughs> asked me what well, you know who do you want to see as Prime Minister? I said I don't care because they'll get just as much <laughs> flack as Boris Johnson got. You know, it doesn't matter to me who's the Prime Minister because no doubt they won't do a very good job. Well, I think they'll get slightly less flack because they won't be they won't have a police investigation uh, into yeah, but, I mean, uh, into lockdown yeah, but with busting Boris parties. Johnson being Boris Johnson, it doesn't actually make it any worse for him because he doesn't regard it as as a problem. So I mean, he doesn't oh. he's not acting as though he's under a police investigation. And anyway, the police investigation is only about as you say a few fixed penalty notices. Well, I don't I, no, it's not. Is it? it, it well, yes, it, it it is. But if if the prime minister gets a fixed penalty notice, then he's broken the law. Has he's he broken his I own? I don't think law. he has. Yes, he has. No, this has been a, a, a very interesting debate you, which we've we, had. We had this debate we had last, it last time. time. And in fact, I spoke to Chris Dore, who's a QC. And he's ab- absolutely adamant that he won't have broken the law. He will simply have broken a regulation which was brought well, in. The regulation is part of the but law. But he doesn't have so, a criminal record as a result. No, he doesn't have a criminal so record. So he hasn't but broken the law. But he, but he is. But he is on the criminal. He is on the on the police database because it has. He has committed a crime. Well, he's he hasn't. Though. He has committed an, an offence, which is a crime. An offence, which is not a crime. No, apparently. it is a crime. Well, you can say it is a crime against until the you law. blew in the face, but it's not actually against the law. Well, I don't want to argue with your QC. It only becomes against here, the but... law. It only becomes against the law if you refuse to pay it, and you then become uh, prosecutable in a court of law. In which case, if you, by not paying, then it's a, then it's a, a crime. But by paying it 
and by accepting that you broke some regulation, that's not a crime. No, you broke the law. Well, surely there the must be a rule. Prime Minister will have broken All the right. law, and so that will be isn't there a, very a rule, bad thing. Isn't there a rule in Parliament that if you break the law in the House of Commons, you must resign? No, uh, you have to. Ha you have to have had a uh, custodial sentence of more, thought, than, more than six months. Is that right? Because um, I know in the House of Lords, it doesn't matter. Because they had old Lord, what's they his had, face uh, back, who set Jeffrey fire Archer. to the, Well, also the other guy in Scotland oh, who yes. set fire to the curtains at one of <laughs> yeah. my favourite hotels. Um, Lord Watson. You Sorry, know, I shouldn't who, laugh. That was I a very, mean, very serious case of arson. It really was. Well, um, and then because they wouldn't serve him a drink at like half past 12. I mean, it's a very yeah. Scottish offence, that, isn't it? <laughs> I'll just set fire to the place then. No problem. And he was filmed doing it as well, uh, the plank. But anyway, so I no, but I thought the Commons actually you you couldn't break the law and still uh, be an MP. I no, you that. can, you can. It, it depends how serious how serious the breach is. Um, right, which, I mean, which the, obviously this wouldn't be serious enough. This, this would not be serious, but uh, but I think politically it would be uh, would be extremely damaging. Well, for you the Prime would Minister think to, to have broken his own law. But you know, I mean, I wouldn't be at all surprised if he still went. Well, I'm still staying. Well, uh, yeah, but I don't think Tory MPs would tolerate that. No, I think not. Well, that, I had no idea that was going to be so fascinating, Charles, because there really isn't anything to talk about. We've somehow managed to use up an entire half hour talking about all sorts of things. John Rental, as ever, uh, very welcome uh, to be in at any time. Uh, we've got Prime Minister's questions tomorrow. We're going to talk about the cat and the footballer coming up next. This is Talk Radio. Good morning welcome back to the Independent Republic of Mike Graham right here on Talk Radio. There's a story this morning on the front page of The Sun uh, which will sicken, I think, anyone uh, who has any kind of soul, who has any kind of heart, uh, who has any kind of love for animals. It's a picture uh, of a video which has been filmed uh, by a footballer, um, Kurt Zuma. Uh, his brother apparently films a video of him kicking his own cat, drop-kicking it effectively. Um, we are going to show you the video in a moment um, and I'm going to give you a message for the RSPCA because the RSPCA need to do something about this West Ham United who the footballer plays for need to do something about it the problem of course is that this is a very very distressing video um, we thought long and hard about it here at Talk Radio as to whether we should show it to you but I think in the context of what we're about to talk about with Kevin O'Sullivan and you we need you to see the full horror of what this man has done and why his employer and the football authorities should be forced to act and why the RSPCA should also be forced to act. If you're not watching right now, um, you don't have to watch it. If you are watching right now, just be aware that it is quite distressing. This is the video. <laughs> Kurt Zuma plays for West Ham United. He's a French international. He makes one hundred and twenty thousand pounds a week. He has a very nice house. In the video, which if you didn't see it, um, uh, I apologise to anyone who did see it and was upset. In the video, he picks up his cat, he drops it onto the ground, but effectively drop kicks it, laughs. You can hear the laughter on the video. Uh, they then chase the cat around, terrified, obviously, the cat, an innocent animal, terrified. They're running under a table, they're chasing it around the table. He then uh, gets one of his children, or a child, I'm not sure who, to pick up the cat and he then slaps the cat very hard in the head. 
It really is one of the most disgraceful things that I've ever seen. But more disgraceful than what I've seen is the reaction from the RSPCA. The RSPCA have given us this statement. This is very upsetting. It's never acceptable to kick, hit or slap an animal for punishment or otherwise. We are grateful to people who report suspected animal suffering to us and we would like to reassure people we will always look into and, if necessary, investigate any complaints made to us about animal welfare. If necessary. There is evidence. There is a video which has been widely distributed and circulated. It's on the front page of a national newspaper, The Sun. If the RSPCA does not investigate this, then there is no point to the RSPCA. It's called the Royal Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals. This animal has been the victim of ghastly and awful cruelty. The RSPCA must act. The police have said it is up to the RSPCA to bring a prosecution. The police don't want anything to do with it, which is also staggering to me. Because quite frankly, if this was happening outside in the street, surely the police would intervene. The RSPCA needs some complaints. Well, I'll tell you what, this is my official complaint on behalf of Talk Radio. I want to see Kurt Zuma prosecuted for animal cruelty. It is your job at the RSPCA to respond to my complaint. So I would expect now for you to tell me that you will investigate my complaint. You will look at the video. You will see that a crime has been committed and you will press charges against Kurt Zuma, a French international footballer who has no place in civilised society. I expect before the end of this show to hear from the RSPCA that they are going to, in fact, prosecute Kurt Zuma. This man needs to be punished. The cat needs to be rescued and taken off him. I'm not even sure what else we can do to him, but he should never play football in this country again. That's the message from me, Mike Graham, at the Independent Republic here at Talk Radio. Get on with it. Let's talk to Kevin O'Sullivan. Kevin. Hello, Mike. I mean, you and I have seen some pretty shocking things in our time, but this is absolutely appalling, isn't it? Yeah, it's disgusting. Uh, and uh, we do have a strange system in this country where the police essentially subcontract animal cruelty cases uh, to the RSPCA. So it is the case that the police do not get involved in incidents and alleged criminal animal cruelty. Uh, it's always the RSPCA. And this is not the first time that the RSPCA has been rather reticent mm. Uh, to deal with an obvious case of extreme cruelty. Uh, and I completely agree with you, Mike. I've just put it out on Twitter that if the RSPCA actually does care about cruelty to animals, it needs to announce as a matter of urgency that it is criminally investigating Kurt Zuma for this appalling incident of cruelty to a cat. It needs to do that right now because so far its response has been pathetically mm. Inadequate. It really has. West Ham, meanwhile, um, a Premier League football club full of millionaires, full of people with a great deal of influence over many, many other people, especially young people, have said this. West Ham United unreservedly condemns the actions of our player Kurt Zuma in the video that has circulated. We have spoken to Kurt and will be dealing with this matter internally, but we would like to make it clear that we in no way condone cruelty towards animals. Well, that's all right then. Uh, I don't think this is a matter that can be dealt with internally. I think this man should be kicked out of the Premier League, shouldn't he? 
Yeah, I, I don't think... Uh, well, I've got bad news for West Ham. You will not be dealing with this incident internally. It will go to criminal proceedings. Yeah. It absolutely has to. Uh, it's reminiscent of that awful woman from the Pony Club last year punching and kicking that horse. Yeah. Uh, the initial response was, oh, you know, forget about it. She ended up with a criminal conviction. Yeah. She lost the job. Uh, she lost her status. She lost uh, a great deal. And, you know, I don't like calling for people's lives to be ruined, uh, but there should be consequences when people treat animals like this. And Kurt Zuma deserves extremely serious consequences. Now, uh you know, we've got Mason Greenwood up at Manchester United. Uh, he's pretty much been cancelled from football over the what actually at this stage are just allegations uh, that he uh, sexually assaulted and raped a girl. Uh, he's mm. found his career completely ruined. Now, uh, I wouldn't want to uh, make an equivalence between these two incidents, but they're both appalling crimes. And if Mason Greenwood's going to get cancelled from football, then I, I believe that uh, Kurt Zuma uh, deserves to at least fear a similar response. Yeah, I think absolutely right. I mean, West Ham United think that this is something that they can deal with as if he's somehow been caught smoking behind the bike sheds. You know, <laughs> I mean, this is a serious crime. Uh, we in this country love animals. And I'm afraid, I mean, even in France, they love animals. I mean, he's apologised. He's issued a statement as well in which he says he's very sorry. But I mean, what sort of an individual would even think of doing such a thing? And the thing that really disturbs me is when you see the second incident when he slaps the cat's head, the cat appears to be being held up by a child. Yeah, yeah, he slaps the cat out of a child's arm. So his kids obviously love the cat. They've got two cats, two Bengal cats. Uh, this was just one of them. So I think that uh, the RSPCA for a kickoff has to fear for the welfare of those two felines and get them out of that house uh, because this guy is not fit to be around animals. I mean, what you're looking at there is the behaviour of a kind of psychopath. Uh, that is cruelty. Yeah. It shows a complete lack of empathy with other human beings. Uh, this guy, Kurt uh, Zuma, you might like to know, uh, his middle name is Happy. Uh, is and he, he was named after the Jean-Claude Van Damme film, uh, 1989, called Kickboxer, oh, yeah. in which Jean-Claude Van Damme played a character called Kurt Sloan. Uh, so he's clearly taken his kickboxer heritage to heart and now kicks cats all over his house. Unbelievable. Here's his statement. I want to apologise for my actions. There are no excuses for my behaviour, which I sincerely regret. I also want to say how deeply sorry I am to anyone who was upset by the video. Well, well, i.e. everyone that watched it. Um, yeah. uh, I would like to assure everyone that our two cats are perfectly fine and healthy. Well, really? Well, they quite enjoy being slapped and kicked around the house, do they? They are loved and cherished by our entire family, and this behaviour was an isolated incident that will not happen again. I mean, who does, he think he's, who does he think what he's are you kidding? About? They, were, they were laughing their heads off, yeah. him and his brother. Uh, this was not an isolated incident, I'll guarantee you that. Uh, and uh, he can apologise for all he's worth. Uh, but I'll tell you what they'll be thinking at West Ham. I counted them up. West Ham have got 22 major financial sponsors. All 22 of them will be thinking about their investment in West Ham right now. Uh, West Ham need to really, really distance themselves from this guy. Uh, otherwise, it's going to cost them financially and it's going to cost them a lot of goodwill. Uh, you know, football is changing. Uh, you know, 10 years ago, Mason Greenwood would still be playing for Manchester United uh, pending charges. Mm. He was actually charged or found guilty. They'd probably say, well, he's a great player.
you know, yes. he's a proven goal scorer. But That's again, the, this is the problem, isn't it? I mean, the morality, the morality not, that doesn't exist in football. I mean, you you, you couldn't get yeah, but it's a wide changed, it it's changing. It's changing. Man United have just proved that. Uh, they basically ditched uh, one of the greatest players in the world, one of the most promising players in the world, because they've realised that he, off pitch, he is not an acceptable individual to be part of Manchester United. Now, West Ham have got a similar decision to make here. Uh, football is changing changing it has been dragged kicking and screaming into the 21st century of morality and uh, I'm not sure that Kurt Zuma as a player for West Ham can survive this and I mean I suppose the French international authorities could have something to say about this as well couldn't they well, yes, indeed. I mean, he's a French international player. Uh, he's an extremely good defender. Uh, but, uh, pe- you know, footballers in today's world have got to be more than just great footballers. In the, in the past, that's all they had to be. They could be an absolute scumbag off the pitch mm. and the Cubs would go, oh, yeah, well, he's a proven goal scorer. He's a great defender. Mm. And they would stay. But things have changed. And uh, just as Mason Greenwood has found out, uh, you cannot be an appalling person off the pitch and deserve to play on the pitch. Kurt Zuma may find out the same thing. I think West Ham are in a process of discovery. They're, they're going to find out that this is much worse than they thought it was this morning. Yeah. Their contention that we can deal with this internally is almost as pathetic as the RSPs, RSPCA's contention uh, that they're having a look into this and they don't like incidents of cruelty to animals. The RSPCA have got to pull their socks up about this, and so have West Ham. Yes, I think you're absolutely right. People are already messaging us uh, with their support for this complaint to the RSPCA. Gina says, so glad that you're calling out this horrendous animal cruelty, in particular the utter uselessness of the RSPCA who rarely seem to prosecute until it's too late. Let's talk to Teresa, who's in Shropshire. Thanks, Kevin. Uh, Teresa, very good morning to you. Morning, yeah. Absolutely disgusting, this, Isn't it? this video. I couldn't watch it, to be quite honest with you. I just see some of it. Yeah. The thing I wanted to bring up with you is, what about the children are watching him doing this? Absolutely well, disgusting. one of the kids is seemingly holding the cat up so he can slap it. I mean, what yeah. sort of man- maniac does that? I just, I just, it, you know, surely that should be looked into as well. Because he's obviously learnt this behaviour from somewhere. He's seen people doing it, thinking it's funny. I'm absolutely disgusted with it. I just... Oh, I can't tell you. No, I know. Listen, <laughs> Teresa, we'll add your name to the complaint because everybody that I'm speaking to now uh, is saying the same thing, that he should be sacked from West Ham United. He certainly shouldn't be playing football in this country. Uh, if I were the French authorities, I'd say he shouldn't be playing football uh, for France either. You don't want somebody like that representing your country at any level of sport, surely. And let's not forget the RSPCA, who say that they're very happy to investigate if complaints are made, are, have now been informed that I have complained. So they now have to investigate. These are the same people, by the way, uh, who thought it was all right for Jolian Moron to batter a fox to death with a baseball bat on Boxing Day a few years ago. He didn't get any trouble from them either. Because apparently that wasn't cruel. Really? Battering a fox to death with a baseball bat wasn't cruel. Who the hell's running the RSPCA anyway? That's what I'd like to know. Lots of you are saying, classic bully, says Andy. I assume the RSPCA are removing the cats today. Maximum fine to follow. Well, are they? I don't think so. Zuma says the cats are fine. Zuma says they like being kicked around. That's basically his story. Absolutely unbelievable. Len says we can see which is the animal here and it is not the innocent cat. He needs prosecuting for this, undoubtedly. 
That's horrendous, says Lou. He should not be allowed to own that beautiful cat. Please get the RSPCA to remove it from this monster. For heaven's sake, the RSPCA, get on this now. What else have you got to do? Let's talk to Betty, who's in Surrey. Hi, Betty. Hi, Mike. Thank you for taking my call. Not at all. What can I do for you? Well, um, I think there's two sick animals in that house, yeah. and it's the cat I'm concerned for. I think the RSPCA should at least be taking the cat to see if it's been injured. Yeah. But also, I'd like to see a petition started up so that we can all voice our concern and have this investigated. Yes. Well, we should certainly look into doing that for you, Betty, because I think a petition is required. The RSPCA need to be uh, absolutely uh, told to take action if they can't think for themselves and they don't understand why people feel so strongly about this. We are a nation of animal lovers in this country. The RSPCA is supposed to protect those animals from cruelty. These animals at this house, owned by this footballer, are the subjects and the victims of horrible, ghastly cruelty of the worst kind. Kicking a cat, slapping its head in front of your own children. What is wrong with these people? What is wrong with Kurt Zuma? He should never play football again. He should be prosecuted. He should be made to be very, very sorry indeed. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Talk radio. The home of common sense. It's not all bad news. It's talk radio. It's nappy. Without compromise or comparison. Radio you can't turn off because the switch is broken. You're having a laugh, aren't you? Discuss. Debate. Deliver. Talk radio.
Welcome back to the Independent Republic of Mike Graham right here on Talk Radio. We are on a crusade this morning, ladies and gentlemen, because we have seen the most awful, horrendous, vile video uh, which is circulating, uh, made by the brother of West Ham United footballer uh, Kurt Zuma. Uh, This is a man who uh, apparently thinks it's okay to kick his own cat around the house. He thinks it's okay to show his children uh, what he likes to do to cats, i.e. to slap them around the head. I mean, the cat, he says, uh, is perfectly fine. The cat, he says, uh, is very much appreciated by the family, uh, but it doesn't look like that. The RSPCA say they will investigate if anybody complains. Well, I'm complaining and I've told them that they need to investigate and not only that, they need to prosecute him as well. Let's talk to Celebrity West Ham fan, Talk Radio, Drive Time host, of course, Jeremy Kyle, who will be here at four o'clock this afternoon. Jeremy, very good morning to you. Hello, mate. How you doing? Yeah, very well indeed. This is pretty sickening stuff, isn't it? Listen, um, f- forget what you support as a team. Um probably the most disgusting thing you could possibly see in your life. Mm. Can't believe it. Saw it first thing this morning, uh, early rising as ever in this house. Um, sickening. And, and and you're right. You know, you think to yourself, what 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 leads somebody to behave like that? What what says to somebody it's okay? A mm. 27-year-old, you, you wonder about the psychology behind it, don't you? A man thinks it's all right to kick a defenseless animal around a kitchen. More than that, have it filmed so everybody's laughing. And worse still, say to his kids, that's acceptable behaviour. Yeah. I, 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 listen, embarrassed as a West Ham fan, and he's been good for us. I'd throw him out of the team. I, I, I guess West Ham aren't saying anything. They've spent 20 million quid on him. Uh, disgraceful. They're playing tonight at Watford. That'll be interesting. Are they going to play him? Because I learned a long time Surely ago. Surely not. You will know this. There are many things you, you don't, you know, that you have to be really good. Animals have a very high regard in many people's minds in this country. Mm. I think he's, I think he's an idiot, man. I think he's yeah. ridiculous and awful behaviour. Listen, I, I, I know that sometimes we are accused of of making the punishment not fit the crime, but in this case, I would like to see this guy not only kicked out of West Ham's first team, but kicked out of football. You know, I think the French authorities have something to say about this. They should do. They should never be playing for his country at this kind of national level. And I don't think that the the Premier League needs people like him playing in it. You look at what's happening with football and you hear about, you know, obviously the Mason Greenwood thing. You you hear about, I'm going to say the wrong thing probably, but I think when you give uneducated people who might be good at football a lot of money, Mm. you hear that there's, there's so much that you can label on footballers at the moment, misogyny. But this, this morning, is... It is sickening to the stomach. And, I, and I'm amazed that we haven't heard from West Ham. I'm amazed the RSPCA needs somebody to complain. Yeah. I mean, surely that's an obvious an obvious target. And, and you know, you talk about role models to kids. We're back there again. He's, he, he slapped this kid, this innocent animal in the face and, and the kids were laughing. My, I'm, well, the kid's holding the cat. I mean, he's actually got the kid holding the cat while he slaps it. It's unbelievable. And 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 is and did you? I mean, I'm sure you have. You, you're more on it to me than me today. But the thing that amazed me was this pathetic statement. Mm. Oh, you know, the cat's fine. Yeah. How could he be fine? Does it? And here's the other thing. You talk about cruelty. You know, we we hear about cruelty to children. We hear about cruelty to to women in abusive relationships and animals. What's gone wrong with the world, mate? I kick him out. I completely with you. Mm. I think West Ham have got a major issue. Yeah, and I think they're going to find, as Kevin O'Sullivan said to me this morning, that this is a much bigger story than they thought it was first thing this morning when they said, oh, we're going to just deal with this internally. Well, I'm sorry, that's not going to be good enough for most people. No, it's not. And the, and the way the story's flown tells you everything about what the British public will think. 
And and I guess, Mike, I guess they, they rushed out that statement early thinking it was going to be enough. It's not going to be enough at all because it's one of those stories that's going to clamour and clamour. And so it should. It's mm. disgusting behaviour, mate. I'm I'm actually, I don't want to see him in a West Ham shirt. I, I'm really interested. Imagine if your kids were wearing one of his shirts. I don't know what number he plays, but imagine if your kid has one of his shirts and he's wearing a West Ham shirt proudly, Zuma, on the back of it. You'd be burning that, wouldn't you? Uh, without any shadow of a doubt, and then you bear in mind we go to it. I know it's a, a difficult situation because the man is innocent until proven guilty. Well, you know, Manchester United have acted very quickly over Mason Greenwood, and I could have dropped him. Mm. I, I would I would be looking for, for West Ham to do exactly the same about Kurt Zuma by the end of the day. I would mm. want his sponsors. And what about the club sponsors? What yeah. are they saying? Are they responding at all yet? Well, we've asked for all uh, the sponsors to, to make some kind of statement. We're waiting for any of them to come back to us. I think they're all kind of rabbit in the headlights at the moment. But they don't Dame, quite know what to do. Karen Brady, where's Dame Karen Brady who works with yeah. the Sun? Where, she well, should be on. Well, she absolutely should. We're chasing everyone to see what they... I think they're frightened now because they don't know what to do and they're worried because, as you say, they've invested a lot of money in this guy. Uh, he gets yep. paid something like $6.2 million a year, 120000 a week. Pretty penny, that is. Um, but he's, he's got to show, surely he's got to show some responsibility, some level of, of, of you know, humanity about him. What, he can't what? do this. What, no, you can't. It's completely unacceptable on any level at all. It's not. It's not fun. It's disgusting. It's immoral. It's. It's. It's just a terrible mm. example. It's revolting. But. But what do you do? You. you the, the problem with those footballers, Mikey, is what you, you find them a couple of weeks' wages as a quarter of a million. Means nothing. Just, you, you've got to go further than that. It, what's he going to do? Work in an animal sanctuary? I'd kick him out. Yeah. I, I, he, it doesn't matter what you and I say. Let me tell you categorically, the British public, the, the, the football fans will not forgive that. No. There's, there's a, you know this, there's a sort of level of things that you can't do. And animal cruelty, quite rightly, is one of them. Yes. No, I think you're absolutely right. Jeremy, maybe by the time you're on at four o'clock this afternoon, there will be some form of a statement from West Ham. But obviously well, you'll be talking about it. Like you, will chase it. And I'm interested to know that you've got gin in that glass at 11 o'clock in the morning, Michael. What's well, listen, you know, this show doesn't just run on its own, you know. It needs a little bit of lubrication. You can see me in the athleisure outfit. I've just come back from the gym. Really? OK. No. Well, I, I mean, I, I noticed... I, I sat outside the gym and had a coffee, mate. I'm not doing any of that physical yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's not that's not right. Your age, mate, you shouldn't be doing any exercise at all, really, should you? Yeah, you and I get excited <laughs> to the pat on the kitchen. I'll let you get up. Hello, exactly right. See you later, Jeremy Carl. Back at four o'clock, of course, with more news from uh, this terrible story. Because I'm sure that by then, for heaven's sake, West Ham will have had something to say, won't they? Let's talk to Matthew, who's in Bolton. Hi, Matthew. Yeah, morning, Mark. I'm not sure if I'm uh, following up to Mr. JK himself. Yes, well, I mean, listen, if you were a West Ham fan, as he is, you'd feel pretty embarrassed about it, wouldn't you? Well, to be fair, Mike. It doesn't need to get to that, that level, does it, with these investigations? Because when I spoke to your, uh, your researcher, yeah. I said, we're, we're just going around in circles all the time with these public bodies. Mm. They're not doing what they're in place to do, and it's dead simple. We've got the Met Police, they don't want to enforce laws that are broken. Right. We've got the RNLI yeah. picking up and transporting down on the course. Yeah. Um, you know, we've had the, the, the NHS not seeing people. <laughs> Next, I know. Next we'll have the fire brigade not going to fires. They'll, right. they'll send the police. Right. Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? And the RSPCA does not prevent cruelty to animals. No, but how much public money do they get? Well, they get a lot of donations, I tell you what. And there's a lot of people telling me today that that's going to stop if they don't act on this. 
Well, I won't, I won't uh, donate to the RNLI until we sort that out because right. that's not what the RNLI is there for either. No. To uh, bring people across it or illegally. Right. They're coming across illegally without documents. Well, they're also not meant to be rescuing people who don't need rescuing. Exactly. What are they rescuing them the from? What's the border force for? I know they had somebody on talk radio this week saying they need another set, another organisation setting up yeah. to deal with the immigrants coming across. Oh. It's like, well, what's, what's border force's job? Well, that's their job, but they don't do it either. So we just bring another... They might as well, they're, they're that bad, they might as well join the RNLI. Yeah, well, then they're going to produce another public body that doesn't do the job yeah. that they're going to do. Oh, I know. <laughs> It's an absolute shambles. But you're, you couldn't make it up. You're absolutely right. Matthew makes a very good point in Bolton there. Almost all of the public bodies that we are now uh, having to put up with don't actually do what they're meant to do. They don't do what it says on the tin. The Royal Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals is still, as far as we know, not investigating the case of a man uh, who has put out a video being cruel to an animal. How is that not happening? What is going on? How about this uh, from Adrian in Daventry? Mike, if the RSPCA do not prosecute this footballer, people who regularly donate to the charity should reconsider their subscription and their royal patronage should be questioned. Where are the Cats Protection League in all this? Well, that's a very good question as well. We don't know. We'll find out. We are asking the questions that you all want us to ask and we are trying to get answers out of the RSPCA, out of West Ham United Football Club. As uh, Jeremy Carl just said, where's Karen Brady? Karen Brady, uh, you can never get her off the TV normally when she wants to talk about something good concerning West Ham. But why is she not talking about this? And why have they not sacked this guy already? It's not an internal matter. This is a national scandal. This man should not be playing football for a British Premier League football team. And right now, he is a star at West Ham United. They're giving him £120,000 a week. How would you feel as a West Ham fan? If that was going on. And what is he going to do tonight? Are he going to play against Watford? Is he going to join the rest of his teammates? Are they going to snub him? Because they should, shouldn't they? Talk radio across the UK, online, on DAB and on your smart speaker. The Independent Republic of Mike Graham on Talk Radio. If you enjoyed that, be sure to catch the whole show 10 to 1, Monday to Friday, on Talk Radio via DAB online or via the Talk Radio app. And if you have an opinion on the stories we cover, we'd love to hear from you. Call us on 0344 499 1000 or tweet at Talk Radio during the show to have your say. Mid-morning with Mike Graham. Talk Radio. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.